Hello and welcome to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. If you're ready to be independent in helping your family with acute and chronic conditions in a more natural way, if you're interested in learning how to use homeopathy at home, and if you enjoy positive, encouraging messages, then this is the podcast for you. Click subscribe, grab some coffee or tea, a pen, and a notebook, and get ready to learn how to use homeopathy at home in your family. The information in this podcast and its transcription is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and you should never stop any prescription medications without the advice and direction of your doctor. I am not a physician. I am not prescribing, and I am not making healthcare decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Hello, everybody. Um, Today we are covering dental health and teeth. So this might be a pretty jam-packed episode. We have a lot of stuff to cover and I'm really looking forward to it because I plan on using a lot of these things. (laughs) So where to start, Melissa? Where to start? Um, So... This is such a great idea. So many people um, ask me about dental health and can homeopathy heal cavities? And, you know, what can can homeopathy do with dental health? So I want to start with if if you catch a cavity early and it's really small and you use diet and homeopathy together, the enamel can grow back. You can heal that cavity. But that's not the case with most people. Most people catch the cavity later. It's bigger. And it's likely too late to heal it. Um, and, you, and you really do need to use um, diet and food along with the homeopathy to heal the cavity. So I want to start with that. Most, most dental issues are, are structural. And you need, you need to go to the dentist. And, um, you know, so homeopathy is not magic. It's not a, it's not a cure-all that's going to fix, you know, if you need a root canal, homeopathy is not going to, going to fix that and and cause you not to have to have a root, root canal, but it can buy you time. And I do, I have seen it heal nerves. So if you're having nerve pain and we'll get into that in a few minutes, then it can, um, more than just buy you time. It can heal those nerves, but we're going to get into all those things. And then really where to start is investigate. You need to know the right questions to ask your homeopath or to, I'm sorry, you need to know the right things to tell your homeopath. But first, let me just say that, you know, talking about dental stuff, your mouth is a window into your overall health. You know, most disease starts in the gut but about 90% um, of diseases will manifest themselves through some sort of oral health symptom. So that's a big, that's a big percent. That's so interesting. I have uh, been wondering about this because I have my first cavity. I know I have yeah? one. I can see it. Okay. And yes. And that is, so this is something I have dove into in the past because I've known friends with, children with severe tooth decay. Um, part of it I know is genetic and I, I've joined a few Facebook groups and people who are super committed have really healed some crazy things. But like you said, there's a laundry list of supplements, homeopathy, diet changes that they've made that I feel like is very unrealistic for my life. So I'm trying to figure out the balance of how to still take good care of my teeth. And I think it's a sign that I need to do better. I had three kids close together, chewed a lot of ice, did probably not eat very well. But how do I know if it's a big cavity? Is that, so would you 
sorry, I know I'm kind of going backwards a little bit. It's okay. How do we know if it's a vague or a small cavity that can be managed without going to the dentist? Or would you say, go to the dentist, get it checked out, get maybe an opinion? So if you know you have a cavity. And then go from there and how to go forward. I would start anyway. Just go, just get started on the calc floor and the calc phos and the things that we're going to talk about and the silica. But, um, and we'll talk, we'll get into detail about that. But then, yes, go to the dentist. And you need to have a dentist that you trust, right? Um, I, I had an experience at a dentist where they told me I had this big, terrible thing and I believed it. And for different reasons, I went to a, a new dentist and I asked that dentist, well, I went to my, I didn't say a word. I didn't have my, my records transferred. I didn't say a word. I went through my cleaning process, expecting them to say the same thing. And when she didn't say anything, she was like, okay, you're all good. Let's go. And I was like, wait a minute. What do you think about my gums? Do you think I have any gingivitis or anything? She was like, no, not at all. And this other one was like, your gingivitis is so bad. You're about to be in periodontal disease. And I was scared to death. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I don't even have any symptoms, but I still believed it. So... Okay, so there's that. So you gotta you gotta trust your dentist, and you know that they're not just gonna tell you which it's a cavity that you have to you have to get filled. So that's the first thing. Um. So yeah, the dentist I believe can tell you, and maybe you can even ask them to show you. So if they're taking X-rays, which by the way I do want to say very quickly without going into great detail, the the digital X-rays that the dentist are minimal. Um, compared to getting on an airplane. So people are super worried about getting x-rays at the dentist, but if they're doing digital x-rays, the the exposure that you get is a lot less than just riding on an airplane. So I just want you to be encouraged not okay. to be super worried. I don't worry about it. We have, you know, because of insurance, we, we get our, our dental x-rays once a year, and I don't worry about it. And maybe I'm wrong for that, and you can okay. take that or leave it, but... So you were saying um, that you were talking about the connection between our mouth, our oral health, and the rest of our body. So what are, would you say cavities, um, whatever you said about the, oh, gingivitis, that's what you said. Mm-hmm. Are all yeah. of those typically signs of deeper things? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's on, that's part of my intake form when I take a chronic case. I want to know how your dental health is. I want to know how many how many fillings you have and what kind of fillings you have and have you ever had a root canal. All that is to help me see your overall health because we need to know those things. So, um, so teeth problems in children can often come from bottles you know if they're uh, and i think we've known this everybody knows this if you're if you're putting your child to bed with a bottle or a cup that can cause tooth decay um but also some children and will lose teeth early too early so that's a sign uh there's something going on here in this child's health um babies so children if they're not decaying Right. It, it, right. That's right. If they are losing, if they're coming out too early, um, if they're not falling okay. out at all, if they're, if they're holding on to those teeth and the dentist is having to pull them because the other teeth are trying to come up, that's an indication. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crooked teeth is an indication of something. Now, I, I also do believe that, you know, the Weston A. Price Foundation talks about how our structure has changed because of our Western diet. Well, where... The, you know, our, our jaws used to be wider and because of the way we eat, um, they become more narrow. So there's not enough space in there. So that's different. If it's structural, you know, if you have a narrow, um, jaw and there's crowding, then it's, you know, it's likely due to that. Um, cavities, oh, teeth, tooth discoloration. So if there are yellow, gray, you know, those different colored teeth, that's an, um, an indication of something wrong. 
So um, something I've looked into also is the effect that tongue and lip ties can have um, on your oral health, on tooth decay, especially in little babies, you notice it more um, because milk is really sugary, even breast milk, and it gets stuck up there. Um, or they can't use their tongue, even adults can't properly like clean your molars or your mouth with your tongue. And so that can also play into tooth health, which is genetics, I guess. Right. Typically. Yeah. But that's also kind of a deep dive. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I do, I am planning an episode in the future about tongue tie and structural things and how to really handle that um, in babies. But also, you know, speaking of adults, so problems, tooth problems in adults that you would look out for that would indicate problems, of course, are cavities, cracked or chipped teeth. Because if your teeth are, are, okay, so if you're drinking from a glass and somebody bumps you, you know, and that cracks your front tooth, that might be a little different than if you're just eating food and you're just noticing cracks and, and chipped teeth where it, it really shouldn't be. Stained teeth, um, abscesses, excessive plaque buildup, um, impacted teeth, and bruxism. So that can be in children or adult, but, you know, grinding your teeth. Those are all indications of a deeper problem. And prevention is, is really your best route to take. So, um, you know, all dentists talk about hygiene and daily brushing and flossing. I never used to floss. I know this sounds really gross to some of you out there. And I hear the people, I hear the dental hygienists making fun of people who don't floss that when they go to clean their teeth and they're picking chicken out from two weeks ago, I I didn't used to floss. I didn't, right. I didn't see the, I don't know what it was. I didn't understand the, the true benefit. So if hygienists or dentists are listening to this right now, I would encourage you, if you're not already, to really educate your patients on why. Because I don't think I ever was. It was just, you need to brush, you need to floss. And that's all I was ever told. I'm a type of person, if I don't know why, then I'm like, I'm not going to, I might not even do it because yes, I, I need to know why. So I like, so I, I have flossed every single day. For the last, I don't know, three to five years or so, huge difference in my dental health that I've seen. But on top of brushing um, and then flossing, I use this mouth rinse um, called oh, by Triology. T-R-I-O-L-O-G-Y. Look that up. Amazing stuff. Love it, love it, love it. And I rinse um, with that after, um, after I floss with cocoa floss. So that's the name brand cocoa floss, C-O-C-O. And, um, <clears throat> those are my favorites. So cocoa floss comes in all fla- all kinds of flavors. And I just like the mint. That's just the one that I love. So y- you need to be, I'm looking brushing. all these up right now. Yeah. You need to be brushing and flossing. And I like the try. I do highly recommend the triology rinse. Um, and can you use that rinse for kids? Do you know? I do believe you can. If they accidentally swallow it. So look at the ingredients, Uh, all natural stuff, all very good stuff. If they accidentally swallowed it. Okay. I can't remember honestly because my kids are older. So read about it on the website. I'll look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then also diet and nutrition. I mean, everybody knows that. Right. Listen, right now when I eat sugar, so I go through these phases where I eat a lot of sugar and then I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Stop it. And so I just stop eating sugar. When I'm eating sugar, my teeth hurt. And it's not because sugar is on my teeth. Since I have this cavity and I have been paying more attention, if I really listen to my body, I don't even want sugar like I used to. Nice. I mean, I love, I have a big sweet tooth and like yeah. dessert, even drinks. I will naturally feel my body not, I just don't want that. doesn't sound good to me. And I notice my teeth um, do, they like ache, which yeah. means they're not healthy. I've never had that issue before. I've never had a cavity ever. Yeah. 
Wow, that's so cool. Until right now. And (laughs) as you're, as we're talking about this, I'm, this is probably like dental health 101 or just teeth 101 maybe. But I think we mostly live as if our teeth, whatever happens with our teeth just happens. Like if you were walking around breaking bones all the time or constantly fracturing or hurting your bones inside your body, Mm -hmm. you would, doctors would be like, okay, you have to do something different or there's something wrong here. Um, We have to address this. But why don't we go to the dentist and think, oh my word, my five-year-old has five cavities or I go and what has changed in my life that I suddenly am getting these now. Um, I forget that they're bones that right like you can fix bone problems in your body when you're at low calcium or brittle bones but why don't we because you can about how to make our i think i think because you can just easily go to the dentist and they just fix it but look i cannot tell you interesting i haven't thought this deeply into dental health right how many people are deathly afraid of going to the dentist so those are the people, you all, you people that are listening to this that that really are definitely you need to be you need to be extremely proactive, fix your diet, you need to be taking better care, right? So to not and I still think you'll you'll need to go at some point, but um, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that too, about if you're really afraid to go to the dentist and what to do there. So also you want to supplement and supplement's not the right word. Um, I would say if you have if you have a tendency towards dental issues, um, take the the cell salts, the twelve cell salts, and there are specific cell salts uh-huh. for specific dental things. But yeah, just just once or twice a day, every day, all twelve. Just do it, especially if you have that tendency. So I wouldn't say. If you don't have the tendency, then you shouldn't be worried about that and trying to go after cell salts, you know, uh, as a prevention. But I have had cavities since I was, I mean, I remember a time when I was little, every time my mom, every time I went to the dentist, I would have a cavity. So, I mean, I have a mouthful and and root canals before I knew, I didn't know any better. Um, So... I'm, I'm one. Which I should we talk about later because I don't know much about root canals. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. You need to get that tooth fixed before it turns into a root canal. Um, <clears throat> so. And there's not. No, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know how to find a dentist. How many dentists is it going to oh, take me man. to find one I like? You know, I feel yeah. overwhelming, so I just don't start. Classic Brie move. Yeah. Well, I am just going to be really honest right now. I'm not super worried about going to holistic dentists. And I mean, I hope, I hope all of you didn't just turn me off and forget me forever right now for saying that. I've been to both. Find a dentist that you love, that makes you comfortable, that you trust. Nobody's using mercury anymore. My goodness. Really, if anybody is, then definitely stay away from them. <laughs> but... Yeah, there you know for sure to not go there (laughs) because they are 20 years behind in their technology. If you go into a regular dentist that's not a holistic dentist and you tell them your concerns, um, that that you don't want x-rays that are unnecessary, that you don't want fluoride treatment for yourself or your children, and, and if they are compassionate and listen and honor that, you're good. If and then and then also and maybe okay. that's an area where you go ahead. No, we're lagging. Go ahead. Um, so I was just thinking about my experience, even in a hospital, giving birth in a hospital with my first and my third, vastly different experiences. And I think a large part of that was my own education and my own advocacy for myself. Yes. So I don't think everyone is out there to take advantage of us. Definitely the system as a whole, probably, and there are doctors who do and dentists who do, but I think if you go in educated, knowing what you want and what you don't want, that alone, I think will help you have a better experience. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, finding one that will respect that and honor that. And um, that's what And even if does. you disagree... 
I've been with them for years. I left them, went to Holistic, came back. The Holistic dentist, you had, I had to pay out of pocket for everything. All this ozone treatment, all these things. It was super expensive. And, um, and my, my regular dentist honors what my wishes and they don't make me feel bad about it. They don't push anything. The only difference is when you're looking for a dentist, if you go to a, a dentist that's not holistic, when something happens, the treatment that they're going to offer is going to be different than a holistic dentist. So they're going to say, oh, you need a root canal, where a holistic dentist might be do, might do something different. So there, there's that to think about. Um, you know, so and I'm not maybe consider you. what you're willing to do. Yes. Just like in all of your health. Yes. You can and should take it seriously. And maybe if it's a child having severe problems, I may be more willing. I mean, I would be more willing for my kids to go through a lot more work. I would change our diet dramatically. And I would do all of those things to really set them up for a lifetime. Yeah. Um, now for myself, I know I will not stick to that diet, take five supplements three times a day, to fix this cavity. So instead of letting it rot out of my mouth, I do need to go get it taken care of. So I know that can become a really touchy subject. Yeah. So don't let it get to the point of losing that tooth is, is my, is my advice to everyone. If you have a, if you have a cavity that's not brand new and it's not very small, if it is very small and new, then use the, use the remedies that we're going to talk about. But if it's bigger and you, you you might be past that, still change your diet. That's still going to help slow down the progress. But definitely get it taken care of before you lose the tooth. Because if you're not going to get a root canal, the option is um, pulling it. And then you're without that tooth. So, yeah. So just go get it taken care of. A little filling is not, is not detrimental, you know, when, when, we, when they use the right kinds of fillings. So that's, yeah. Um, wanted to also just talk about cell salts for dental health. Um, they support your health on a cellular level. So they do that by replenishing required minerals. And in some cases, even dissolving and eliminating excess minerals that might be problematic for the body. This is your 12 cell salts. This is your Highlands Bioplasma or... This is what I like to use for those of you looking at the video. So you all, these videos, you know, this, if you're listening to this podcast, there's also a video that goes that's uh, of this um, podcast on the YouTube channel. So this is Highlands. This is what I love to use. And, um, and, you know, as far as all 12 cell salts together. So let's talk about the three cell salts that are um, crucial for uh, for strengthening and um, and the dosing. So Calcfloor, 3X or 6X are my favorites. Calcfos, 3X or 6X. And Silica, 3... I, I would say Silica, 6X or 12X. That's what I generally do. So that's number 1, 2, and 12 in your, when you're looking at the, the um, cell salt numbers. So calc fluor strengthens tooth enamel and can be used in place of fluoride treatment. So fluoride. This is so good. Yeah, when I saw this right? in your notes. Yeah. So fluoride, the treatment that you, the fluoride treatment you get from the dentist is synthetic. It's a neurotoxin and it's not the form that your body can actually even use. But calc fluor provides you with that form that you can, your body can actually use. And then calcfos helps to strengthen your teeth and your bones from within, um, from the inside, and then okay. silica also. So they work in tandem. Yeah. Calc floor helps with the enamel. Yeah. Is that remineralization? Say that again. And then is remineralizing done from the inside though? So that would be more calcfos. I feel like we. Yes. Can, I can't remember, but. I love like it. It remineralizes from the inside out. Remineralization. I love that you just said that. Doc, Uncle Harry's 
Uncle Harry's tooth powder is what I use to brush my teeth with. That is a remineralizing. It's amazing. Formula. Love it so much. They also have a little kit. And you kit. feel it. Yes. So good. <laughs> my dental health is so much better since it I started like- using Uncle Harry's, Cocoa Floss, and Triology. Hands down. And I'm when it's had trouble. I'm, I'm like going to get all of these things. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, so I already, I'm making my little tabs on Google. Nice. Ordering all of it. Yes. I've been on the triology monthly. They send it to me monthly. I'm just on the recurring thing. Okay. Triology. So, um, so for dosing, for maintenance, um, oh, back up, remineralization. Uncle Harry's has a kit that can, a remineralizing kit that can help you. So if your cavity's small, I would absolutely get that and use that along with this calc floor, calc and silica. So for, for maintenance. Okay. Dosing. Yeah. Two I was going to ask a question. You were getting to dosing. Okay. Sorry. We're lagging and <laughs> sorry. I know we keep That's interrupting okay. each other. That's all right. Um, so two tablets once, once or twice a day. Okay. Let me back up. <clears throat> I would say two to five tablets. Those are those big chalky tablets, you know, if you're talking about from Highlands. Um, once or twice a day. Two to five with, of each of those. Of the calc floor, calc phos, and silica. That That's is a, a mouthful of right? chalky tablets, for <gasps> <Yep>. sure. <laughs> but, I mean, I ordered the um, the little guys, little guys yeah. from for one of my sons yes. to take. Could I make a tincture? Or water dose because I try every single one. I mean, I it is a lot to do, and I mean, it's really not that hard, especially if you're trying to do the whole family. That's gonna be you're gonna go, you're gonna fly through those. Yes, I mean, like, yep, and just like opening and close, like getting all the kids to stand there and just like little birds with their mouths open. Yeah, so if you don't know how to water dose, then go to my YouTube channel and learn how to how to use a water dose. Um, how to make that. And then, so you do that for, um, you do that five days a week and then take a weekend off or you can do it, um, you can do it twice a day, um, for a month and then take a month off. I, I don't follow any very specific formula like that. I'm just giving you some guidelines because some people are, they need those specific directions and that's okay. I don't do it that way. I'm very intuitive about my cell salts. I take them sometimes once or twice a day. Sometimes a week might go by. But every time I think of it, I take them. Sometimes it's very close together, like I'm on this roll for a month or two, and then all of a sudden I just stop taking them. I forget. You can do it that way. But if you're trying to heal a cavity, you want to be more, you know, more serious about it. Yeah. Um. So, homeopathic remedies are so useful in dental and all kinds of dental issues. So, you can use it before and after dental work. You can use it to ease anxiety before you go to the dentist. You can use it to reduce the tendency um, of issues after your procedures. You can use it to relieve discomfort um, after procedures. So some of the, first I want to just share my toothache. If you have a toothache, my toothache protocol is Hypericum 200, Arnica 200, and Pyrogenium 200 all mixed together in the mouth at the same time. You can make a water dose of this, or you can take three to five pellets of each one of those together at the same time. This is a toothache. This is a sharp shooting pain. This is the achiness and um, the pyrogenium is in there for if you think that this is due to an infection. So if you don't think there's an infection, then maybe leave that one out. Um, So if my tooth is like achy because of the cavity, uh I could leave out pyrogenium. There's, I don't think there's an abscess or anything. Right. It's just sore because it's growing. Yeah. So, yeah, so do the arnica and the okay. hypericum. If that's, if that's not really working, then add the pyrogenium because you never know what's down in there. I, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, I'm sure you're right, but for listeners. Um, also, 
use that as needed. What I found in um, people that I've, I've suggested this to and in my family, usually one dose does it. Sometimes it takes a couple of doses. You can take this, you know, every couple of hours if you're still in pain. I want to encourage you just to make your life easy. Start there. Do it. Okay. If that's not working, so we love protocols. If the protocol is not working, um, then we can dig deeper and go into other remedies. And um, aconite is a great one, to, another one to have. Chamomilla, gelsimium, pepper sulf. Remember, this is all transcribed, so if you need the spellings of these. Um, magfos, staphysagria, and silica can also be helpful in, in pain. <clears throat> so those remedies... Um, pepper salt is, would likely be a 6C. The rest of them you could use in a 30 or a 200. 30C or 200C. And you can mix and match those. The way to decide which one to use is um, looking in the repertory at, you know, how those present. So first, um, let's talk about the different types of toothache. So, okay, you've got decay, like, like what you're dealing with right now, Brie. If decay is causing the toothache, that's a, a one type of toothache. Um, abscess or infection is another type of toothache. Trauma, so if you've, you've hit your mouth and then it causes a toothache. Uh, maybe gum disease, um, exposure of a tooth root, eruptions, impactions. Some toothaches you need to go to the dentist for and... You need to decide when it's time to get help and go to the dentist. I love our dentist. I, I want to stay away from there if possible, but we go and get our teeth cleaned twice a year. All of us. Um, well, and if you're having an issue, just like the Banerjee protocols, it can be beneficial to go to a doctor to get a diagnosis if you're mm -hmm. unsure what's going on or True. Um, to even just have a launch pad. So even if you're going to the dentist maybe not viewing it as they're going to fix it all for you, but to get more information to investigate. Yeah. Like you very said. Very true. Yes. Yes. You know what? I forgot to talk about investigating. We're going to get into these remedies, but you need, when you're talking to your homeopath or when you're trying to figure out for yourself, which remedies to choose after the protocol hasn't worked, you need to investigate. You need to know what makes it better or worse? Does temperature make it better or worse? Does, does um, pressure make it better or worse? And then differenti differentiate between does it feel better when you lie on the left side? Or does it feel better when you press on it? Those are two different things. Because if you're lying on mm -hmm. your left side and it feels better, it might be because you're pressing on it. But there are some toothaches that feel better from lying down. Most toothaches feel worse when you lie down. So if you feel worse when you lay mm -hmm. down, yeah. but it feels better when with pressure when you push on it, then you want to know that when you're looking through your repertory and trying to figure out remedies. You need to know, again, temperature, hot or cold, or tepid, room temperature water. Sometimes one of those can make it feel better. Um Movement. So you need to know, you know, if you are, if you are just walking and it hurt, makes it worse. You need to know that. If you are riding in a car and jarring, you know, if that makes it worse. Those are all kinds of things. What makes it better or worse? What, what is the cause? You know, like we just talked about, what's the etiology? And, um, Rate it. Remember to rate your pain on a scale of 1 to 10 so that when you go to reassess your situation after your fourth dose, remember your four-dose four rule, after your fourth dose, then you reassess the situation and see if there's been any change. I do want to add that I would, for toothaches, I would actually give it 24 hours before deciding rather than just four doses. So let's say you've got a really bad toothache and you decide, I'm going to throw this this remedy out every 15 minutes for an hour and you don't see any relief, I would be cautious about 
about sticking strongly to the four dose rule in toothaches. So if you're just doing it a couple, okay. you know, a few times a day to like, let's say you're just doing it twice a day because the toothache isn't that bad, then you're giving it two days and that's appropriate. So let's talk about, okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Did you have any, any questions or anything to, okay. So the uncomplicated toothache, um, meaning, you know, there's not an impaction. There's kind of like what you're, you know, just a cavity, a small cavity, um, belladonna. Oh, the throbbing pain. So you need to be able to describe the pain. Is it sharp shooting? Is it throbbing? So belladonna has the throbbing pain that's worse from touch or motion. So you can't chew on that side. That makes it hurt worse. Magfoss um, is worse from cold, better from warmth. So you might, if you don't know what, how temperature affects it, you need to test it. So whether that's putting cold water or, or warm, I know, that, I know. When I thought of that, I'm like, oh, cold always hurts. Like cold, I yeah. know cold is going to hurt my teeth. Mm. I hate when the dentist says, we have to test it to make sure we're, we're doing the right tooth. And they put that, that freezing cold swab on it and it sends this. It's like ice cold. And I'm like, I'm going to die. Yeah. Even if I didn't have a toothache or a problem, that would hurt. Like you just froze my actual brain. Brain. Yeah. So, um, but you could also do like a warm compress on the outside to see if that helps it feel better or makes it worse. So Magfoss is worse from cold, better from warmth. Coffea acruda is one I didn't mention just a minute ago. That one is worse from heat, better by holding ice in the mouth. Can you imagine? I don't know if I've ever heard that, but there might I be. I only can imagine pregnant. And we, not, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, my, oh my word, it would, I cannot oh. do that <laughs> no. when I'm not pregnant. Chamomilla nope. is worse from warmth, but not better with cold. So those are just a few differentiations for the uncomplicated toothache. In dosing any of those remedies, in general, you're in general you're going to use a thirty or a two hundred C, and you can dose this every thirty to sixty minutes or as needed. Always stop when you're very much better. Don't keep taking remedies when you're very much better. So let's say you're just like, well, I know this toothache's going to come back. Fine, take the remedy again when it comes back. Because it literally could be okay. weeks or months before it comes back. This is how homeopathy buys you time. I have held off a procedure for two years with homeopathy before. Now, I'm not suggesting that you do that if you have a cavity. <laughs> this was a procedure. There was nothing. And, you know, you have to watch for infection. You don't want things to get infected. So probably really shouldn't have just said that. But that was myself, my body. I I'm, I know what's going on in my body. I pay attention to it. I was I safely did that. That may not be true for everybody in every situation. You have to have discernment. So infections and abscesses are complicated toothaches. And um, you really need to see a dentist. If there's an abscess, if you see a white bump in your mouth on the on your gums next to your tooth, if you if you're swollen on that side, um, you know around it, you need to get to a dentist. Um, so the Hepersoft that I mentioned in a six C is great for dental abscesses. So you can um, use this, especially when there's cold sensitivity, increased salivation, sore gums, worse for touch. Use it in a 6C, which promotes and supports drainage. So because when you get that abscess or that, you know, that bump in there to drain, that pressure goes away and the pain goes away, you still have to get there. You have to, you have, you still have to go get it checked out. But that's also what pyrogenium does in my trio. It it mm, okay. it causes your body to reabsorb the pus, which is causing, which is pressing on nerves, causing the pain. I know, right? That's so, nasty. Yeah, but you know, whatever has to happen. That's Would right. you take pyrogenium then in place of Hepersol Six? I or do. Would you I, ever do both? Uh, no, yeah, I definitely wouldn't do both. 
So I have always used pyrogenium. I've never used Hepersulf. Hepersulf is more commonly used. Most people go with Hepersulf 6. Um, okay. So if they're also... Is that a Banerjee protocol? The Hepersulf 6? Maybe. Maybe. For dental, or maybe yeah, we just talk possibly. about it in the gateway class. And yeah. It may not be a, a Banerjee right. protocol. Okay. So um, if there is swelling but no drainage, you can use... A 30C or 200C in the Hepersulf two or three times a day. Okay, if there's swelling and um, but no drainage, and then um, silica is used more for chronic root abscesses, so it's useful when pus is draining, and this is when. This is that prevent goes back to that prevention that we talked about. So if you're one that has lots of trouble with dental things, especially abscesses, you can use silica as a prevention or, a, you know, to uproot that chronic tendency. So other remedies for infection and abscesses, belladonna is for an early root abscess, redness, and intense throbbing pain. Remember, belladonna always has the throbbing pain. Merxol, which is interchangeable with Merkviv, so whichever one you have, um, is very sensitive to hot or cold, and um, the pain might be worse at night. So that would be a differentiation of the remedies. Um, Meristica is especially suited to wisdom teeth. My dog's farting. Oh my gosh. I saw oh. your face and was like, what is going on? Honestly, dog farts are the worst. I hope you keep this on the podcast also, by the way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't keep it. <laughs> Maybe I'll keep Make it on sure the video. You, these because people these are see. bloopers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. We need bloopers. Yeah, I had to turn my Wait, fan I, on. No, I just thought of that, actually. We used to do bloopers. I had to turn my fan on to blow towards her. Look at her. She just landed oh, in the garden. Oh, it's Nala. It's not a, it's not a little Bubby. trigger. Look at her. Oh, she's doing it again. Her okay. little nub tail. I'm to pretend like it's <laughs> not Okay. Um, calendula tincture. Really, okay. really love calendula tincture. Um, you can make a rinse with it on a 1 to 20 ratio. So one drop of the tincture in 20 drops of water. And, um, and rinse with it after dental, dental procedures like extractions. It can really help to, um, to prevent infection. So use it as a mouth rinse. But you can also just do this every day. You can use calendula mouth, as a mouth rinse instead of the triology if you wanted to. Um, so if people can't afford Would, to go on. I'm going to compare them. Okay. Well, yeah, if you go, if you're going to go on to triology and you look at the price and you think, oh, I can't afford that right now, get you some t- calendula mother tincture, herbal tincture, and dilute it and use it as a um, as a mouthwash. You can absolutely do that, um, and you can do that several times a day, especially when you're having trouble. <clears throat> you can also alternate calendula tincture with warm salt water rinses. So, um. Let me not waste my fan power on her if I get hot again. Okay, so trauma or surgery. I always have people use Arnica before they go into the dentist and right when they come out. Always. Not just for cleaning, but any procedure. So before and after dental surgery. Um, or if you've had a trauma to, to, the, um, to your teeth, then um, bruises or fractures, sore spots from ill-fitting dentures. Arnica can help. Hypericum is always a nerve. I wonder if that would also be good. Sorry, I know we're lagging. Um, I A friend of mine got Invisalign recently. Ah, uh, yes. And the bottom was pressing on, on her gums. Yes, so absolutely. So even maybe that. Definitely good. Very good. Braces. Arnica would be great for braces when it, there's all that soreness, especially when you go and get them tightened. So Hypericum is always your nerve remedy. <clears throat> it's your nerve pain. Um, so there may be an, have been an injury or a deep filling. Um, you can mix this with Arnica. And Hypericum is great for injuries to the front teeth. 
because the front teeth have a lot of nerve, maybe a lot more. But what I want to say about, I want to just give you my um, recent um, example. I had a cracked tooth and I had zero problems with it. It wasn't causing me any pain. There was nothing wrong. But the dentist kept seeing it and she kept saying, you better take, we better, we need to put a crown on this. We need to put a crown on this. And I knew she was right, but I'm busy and I didn't feel like it. I, I'm not afraid of the dentist. I don't have the dental anxiety. I was just, and you would think that I would with all the stuff, all the things I've had done at the dentist, but maybe that's why, because I've had, I've been at the dentist having stuff done. Since I little. have <laughs> anxiety thinking about it because I've never had it done. Oh, oh. So it scares me. So you don't even, uh-uh. We reject that right now in the name of Jesus. You do not have fear. There is nothing. There is literally, there's nothing. There's no pain. I do not have fear. You do not have fear. I forgot. But they talk about have... they're going to give it. No, you don't feel it. No, they numb they're going to give me a shot. I know. They it numb it first. Okay. They numb it first. No you fear. don't feel I don't the have shot. Fear. So I'm not scared. That's where people are afraid is the, is, the, is the shot. Do you know I never even knew that I got a shot until I was like in my early 20s. And somebody said something about get. they hated, that was the worst part, they hated getting that shot. And I was like, I've never had a shot. And they were like, Melissa, yes, you have if you have cavities. And I was like, no, I've never. Do you know my dentist would come from behind? He would numb it. He would come from behind me. I never saw what he was doing. I never saw. So if you have a good dentist, wow. especially for your children, you're not going to see that ginormo needle. Sorry, Melissa. Well, you just you told don't me now. Feel so it. there we go. You don't feel it. You literally don't feel it because they numb it. a lot. So if I so feel it, I'm coming back. If you feel it, then you need to tell me, hey, Dennis, I need more. I need more topical. And you can go in and say, okay. I want extra topical. I do not want to feel that. I'm telling you, you're not going to feel okay. it. I'm going to say that. Right. I've never felt Gosh, it. I'm getting nervous thinking about it. And I'm really sensitive to pain. I have a low not- pain tolerance. I don't even have tattoos because I'm afraid of pain. <laughs> I want tattoos. Okay. Okay. That is encouraging. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Moving on from my year. Yes. <laughs> so, but that's going to speak to a lot of people. A lot of people have that fear. Okay. True. So, um, all right. Magfoss. Magfoss has the store, the, sorry, the sore, stiff, cramped jaws after a prolonged dental visit. That has happened to me before. And MagFoss is better with warmth. <clears throat> Next is Leadum. Okay, so you always, always, always want to take Leadum after your dental visit when there has been a puncture. So when you when you have to have a shot, when you have to have a shot of any kind, anywhere in the body, anytime there's a puncture, which includes the shot, Leadum. It's going to help with soreness. It's going to help prevent infection. And... It can um, it can help lower that or, or prevent. So if you take arnica and leadum before you go into the dentist, you're not going to feel as much as you would have, I guess, if you didn't. And then you take arnica and leadum again when you leave the dentist, only when you've had to have a shot. Okay. Chamomilla is an excellent um, antidote for local anesthetics. But listen, don't take chamomilla just because you've had to have the local anesthetics. Take chamomilla if you're having trouble, if you're having symptoms from the local anesthetics, which I've never had. I've never had symptoms. And I know that that's not everybody. Everybody's different. That's the puppy. Um, You can take it every 15 (laughs) minutes to reduce numbness after dental treatment. Okay, there's that. So... I never even thought of that. I never even thought of the fact that I stay numb forever. I stay numb for hours, and that's not really normal. Mm -hmm. You really shouldn't um, stay numb that long. So that would be a reason to use chamomilla. I think I've just done that all of my life, and I'm just like, oh, this is just the way it is. But really, it should wear off. Like the dentist will tell you, this will be worn off in you know an hour or two. Not for it's like five hours for me. So, wow. Try this next time and see if it works. I am. I am going to try it next time. It's awesome. So, Staphysagria helps incision wounds. 
So anytime you've had to have a, a tooth extraction, that's when you're going to have an incision because they have to cut. Um, and um, so after that soft tissue surgery, such as an extraction, and impacted wisdom teeth or periodontal surgery, staphysagria is great for that. So let's talk about anxiety before the dentist. So we are flying through this because we don't want this to last forever. And I have 10 minutes left. Oh, okay. So anxiety, aconite. Um, it can be taken before you go to the dentist. It can be it can be taken along with or alternating with gelsimium for that anticipatory anxiety. So if you have a dental appointment coming up next week and you're, and you're feeling anxious about it now, Take gelsimium twice a day, I would say like a 30C. Take aconite, 30 or 200 once or twice a day, leading up until to the dentist um, visit. Those are my favorites. Oh, that's it. That's the end of our little notes. So we do have I was a few say, minutes. I think we made it through everything. We did good. We did really good. I didn't realize that was the last one. So, um, so... What I want to encourage you in is to use homeopathy for your dental issues, but use fix your diet also because that's where it's going to stem from. You, I don't want people thinking that you you can just do whatever you want to do. I never want it doesn't matter dental issues or not. I never want people to think oh I can just eat whatever I want because homeopathy is going to take care of whatever. With structural issues, homeopathy can't fix structure, and often dental issues is a structural thing. So it can help, it can buy you time until you get to the dentist in a very small cavity. It can and use a diet and maybe the Uncle Harry stuff. It can help remineralize and maybe you could get it fixed. But and also prevention, homeopathy is great for prevention. But you can't go around eating sugar every day. And taking cell salts to try to prevent. <laughs> you gotta, right? You gotta, you gotta do your part too. Yeah. So I hope this was helpful. And um, I know it was a lot. Go back and listen to it again. Look at the transcription. Take some good notes. Make some comments. Let us know um, what you need. Let us know what questions you have. I would love to see comments on questions. I would love to answer those. And join us in a class. We teach, um, we have a whole chapter on, or a whole um, week on cell salts in our Gateway 2 class. And we really dig deep into the cell salts. But what I would encourage you to do is, is take a Gateway 1 and 2 class, then join me in the mentorship program, and really just dig deep into learning how to do this for your family.